0: All right, welcome to episode 17 of One Rung at a Time. I'm Corey Campos, here with Davis Morehart. Hi. And no guest this episode, but don't worry, it's going to be extremely exciting. We're going through... Uh, listener submissions, we'll call them. Thoughts on that, Davis? Uh, <laughs> it's great. It is great. It is great. We are going to try really hard on this title to make sure it's a good title, though.
1: I'm putting pressure on it.
0: Oh, I'm putting pressure on it because the last couple have been mine and I don't think they're that good. <laughs> Did you see the title for the last one? Yeah, it was the same as the one before it. Yes, that is how desperate I'm getting for titles. I just copied two in a row. Oh. All right, well, let's uh, start out with our uh, what we're working on. What have you been doing this past week?
1: Um. So I'm still kind of fixing... I mentioned the hole in my ceiling, right?
0: Yeah, above the window?
1: Yeah. How's that going? Uh, we got the wasp nest out. Um, so it's still trying, I gotta figure out, I'm assessing the damage still, and then I'm trying to figure out how to drywall into the ceiling,
0: Ugh.
1: and that's, so, I haven't really done too much on it, I don't know, but. That's what I'm still kinda of working on.
0: Right. At least we've had good weather, right? It hasn't been leaking or anything?
1: Uh, yeah, it hasn't been leaking. We fixed, like, we, uh, like, or fixed the outside leak. Oh. Okay. We should've. So, it shouldn't be leaking anymore. It's just to repair the damage and then re-drywall it, so.
0: Do you think it's going to be tricky, or is it at least semi-straightforward?
1: Uh, well, there's some rotten, there's like a rotten 2x4, um, that has to be replaced, and it's, I don't know if I should replace the whole thing, which would be really tricky, or if I can just, like, add a piece of wood to brace it, mm-hmm. um, so, I don't know about that, and then, uh, the drywall could be tricky, Uh, because, like, the last time I tried to repair a drywall in this house, um, like, the patch drywall was thicker than the drywall that was up on the wall, so it's, like, really hard to patch it in.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be a pain. You guys have drywall, it's not plaster?
1: Uh, there is some plaster. I I think this is drywall. Oh, okay.
0: Well, that's, that's easier than... Last year, right?
1: Yeah, it should be
0: okay. Well, that's something. Oh, that's not terribly fun, but yeah, oh, it's
1: super fun. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> it's a form of problem solving. You'll you'll thank it later. <laughs> you'll thank the whole maybe. Yeah, probably. I'm sure I will. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what have you been working on? Um.
0: Uh, well, I got some more done on the log. Not a whole lot, but uh, I think last time I had talked about gluing it up, trying to, like, plug up the cracks, and sanding it back down. And the only thing I've done since then is really kind of, like, uh, deepen out the, the bowl depression in it. Um, and I think I got it where I wanted, actually. So I'm pretty happy with it right now. And I actually, like... Tested it out on a little piece of sheet metal Kind of like hammering it into a bowl um, And it worked really well I got uh, yelled at Because I was making a lot of noise At like 11pm uh, On like Sunday night Or something And and Lucy really didn't like it She was hiding from the pounding So I have to be uh, Aware of the time <laughs> When I'm using the, the Metal beater Um, But other than that, it's, like, ready to go. The only other thing I want to do, I might make, uh, probably, if I make another bowl depression on the other side, it'll probably be, like, half the size um, to work with, like, kind of smaller stuff. Or maybe I'll make it bigger to work with bigger stuff. I'm not really sure. But if I do that, it probably won't be for a while, because it was kind of a pain in the butt to chisel all that out. And then, I also want to practice carving... Like words or pictures or something on on the last flat side that I have. So I might be working on that in the next like couple of days, trying to carve stuff.
1: You should just carve a face.
0: I that's what I want to get to eventually. Like just
1: start. the start with a face.
0: I want to just like bring home logs, like strip off the bark, clean them up, and just like carve big faces into them. I think that would be the coolest thing. Oh, it would almost be like a totem pole. That would be awesome. Yeah. But, I'm not there yet. I'll probably start with, like, flower petals or my name or something and work up to it. No, no, no.
1: Start, start high. <laughs> just go for it.
0: Right, just start high and fail downward, but you still get something accomplished.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: the only other thing I, I've really been working on... Um, you remember how I made the notebooks and the notebook cover... A while ago. Yeah. Well, I actually filled up one of my notebooks, so I have to make another one, uh, which has been more of a pain than the first one because we switched printers, and the new printer, like, doesn't print as finely. Like, the detail isn't as fine, Uh, and it's, like, not as uh, precise with the placement on the paper. Like, it's just overall just a little a little bit worse than our old printer uh which has been just like a little frustrating but i got all the pages printed out and i just need to like put the actual notebook together like sew it together and everything so uh i probably could do it in less than an hour i just haven't had a chance yet i've been busy but yeah well, i got I, that
1: so. you fill a notebook so quickly i'd
0: well, I write in it every day. I That notebook specifically, I, I write in like what goes on in welding school every day. Um, I had meant to do it from the beginning, so I had kind of like a full picture of welding school, but I ended up not starting until like January 9th or something. So I got like a little bit more than a month in that first notebook. And I've actually already been writing in the loose pages for this next one because I, I like completely ran out of space. So I really do need to put it together at the latest by this weekend so I can actually start using it properly. But, yeah. And speaking of welding school, we'll, we'll, we'll continue with that weekly update. I think last week I had, like, just started flux core welding. I don't really remember. I don't even know if I did an update last week. I, I don't remember. But regardless I finished flux core last Friday um, it was pretty quick to go through the process because it's like it's a lot like mig welding um, but it ends up being like a little easier because it's so much hotter you just get really good penetration really good fusion and it dumps a lot of material so like you just finish everything really quick you go through grooves really quick and even the hardest thing which were probably like horizontal groove welds Even those weren't that bad Once you get the hang of it So I finished that And on Monday I moved on to TIG welding Which is Really really cool Um, We just started We started with Just kind of like walking the cup Across a flat plate With no filler metal or anything Did that a bunch Worked on that all Monday And like Two thirds of Tuesday, and then at the end of the day on Tuesday, I got taught how to add filler wire, like just using lay wire technique. Uh, still flat across the plate, walking the cup, still pretty pretty simple. And I was doing that all today. And I also kind of, like kind of learned how to uh, how to tie in from one bead to another one and how to try and finish a bead without a crater, which I'm having more trouble with than I think I should. But uh, overall, beginning of TIG welding, super cool. Pretty tricky and kind of hard on my hand, actually, because there's a lot of, like, hand movement that I'm not used to. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, welding.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I've been... That's what I've been working on in the past week. Um. Okay. So, we're doing listener feedback today. Because we have more than we've ever had before. And I finally checked the iTunes reviews. Um. Kind of shame on me because the newest one is from more than a month ago. And there's from, one from January that I, Or one from November that I never saw. Um. But we'll shout out the iTunes reviews first cuz there's only a couple. So, and also, by the way, there's four five four iTunes reviews and they've all given us five stars. So, we have a perfect five-star rating. Isn't that awesome?
1: Oh, good. My money was well spent. Yeah. Pop reviews.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it well spent?
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: I Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you think it is, then I trust you. Alright, the first one from November 1st. Um, it's from Runner121. Love the informal chat amongst friends. You all are doing a terrific job of keeping the conversation going and sharing your successes and failures. I'm looking forward to more on what you are all making. Uh, five stars. So, thank you. That These, like, they're all really positive. They legitimately, like, make me feel good about myself. I think it's really cool that people are Are uh, giving us not even criticism, just kind of like making us feel better. Uh, Yeah. Thank you, Runner121.
1: I feel like I should bring you down now, though.
0: You don't have to, because (laughs) this whole episode, all the listener feedback is like pretty positive, so this whole episode is just, it just like makes me feel so good. That doesn't make me want to (laughs) not bring you down. That's just more tempting. Oh. Well, here's the next one. On uh, December 13th, it's from uh, The Earlobe Trotters, which I... That's a great name. I I really think that's funny. Um, oddly inspiring. What starts with an easy listen turns into an unexpected desire to craft, and before you know it, you are way over your head in a major construction project. <laughs> Five stars. Uh, thank you, The Earlobe Trotters. That's, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, this is so cool. Um, (laughs) The most recent one is from January 12th by Alex Moreland. Uh, I think the title is uh, A Heart or A Book with Wings. I'm not sure. It's a little emoji. And they say, funny, insightful, and inspiring. Love the episode titles. And that one... (laughs) I kind of feel a little bad about because once again I think we've been dropping the ball on the titles don't worry Alex Moreland we'll get our title game back up though
1: (laughs) yeah no pressure
0: (laughs) yeah I read that review after I titled the last one basically the exact same as the one before it Uh, whoopsie (laughs) Okay. And then the other thing we are working on, or the other thing we're, we wanted to get through today was our emails. Um, because people have been asking us a lot of questions, and we think it'll be kind of good to go over. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Well, we did also get... But, uh, yeah. In addition to the questions, we got two... SoundCloud notifications that people like our tracks. So we got one from Brooklyn. Brooklyn likes episode 11, Christmas Gifts Take 2. Thank you, Brooklyn. And Chase J. Sabo35 likes episode 16, Home Cooking with the Cooking King. Thank you, Chase J. Sabo35. That's awesome. Um, and let's just start with the first question is from previous podcast guest Louis Nolly. Um, I'll try and distill it so we're not just reading people's emails. Okay, so Louie is making table centerpieces for his upcoming wedding. They are doing a mix of log pieces, moss, plants, and the like. For the logs, they're going to be in various positions and shapes, either standing vertically or horizontally, and he's going to drill holes in them uh, to place plants in, in them, so holes that are going to hold plants. His question is, should he use a forstner or a spade bit for these holes? They're going to be about one to two inches in diameter and of varying depth depending on the plant, but they won't go all the way through. Okay, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I would say a spade bit would be fine, because um, it doesn't really have to be exact.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. We like,
1: don't... like Forstner bits are really good at making like a, a nice clean hole, but a spade bit will just like kind of rough cut a, a hole, which will be more than enough for what he means
0: okay. and they're cheaper I think oh yeah they're way cheaper Forster bits can be pretty expensive um, that's all I know about them <laughs> their price Um, are there spade bits that get that big like 2 inch spade bits probably no I've just never seen them I don't even, are there even 2 inch Forster bits I, I suppose there are but I just haven't seen them I mean yeah, yeah
1: there's definitely uh, too much spade bits
0: is um, um is a hand drill gonna have any problem with something that big do you think
1: it depends on the type of wood that he's like drilling into um I probably probably not it's probably gonna be fairly soft it mm-hmm. might take a while and like a lot of Clearing out the hole if it is tough. Um, and it might bog down like a battery powered drill. If he, had a, if he has a corded drill, then it would go fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that big of a hole. Should we tell, like, should we explain what these bits are for people who don't?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: So, these bits are made For drilling really big holes, Um, a spade bit is basically a flat sheet, more or less, of metal. Um, Then there's like kind of two sharp edges on like the two sharp points on the edges, and then a forstner bit is basically just a circular saw. so.
0: Yeah, forstner bits. I mean, they basically just look like uh, mini hockey pucks, almost, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they're really solid.
1: Well, they're not solid. It's like a saw blade wrapped in a circle. No,
0: that's a whole saw.
1: Well, I guess... They're not... They're not solid, but there's not necessarily... It's not like the whole saw.
0: We'll post pictures of this uh, in the the show notes. Yeah. (laughs) In case anyone gets... You know, as confused as me. <laughs>
1: it's not like a solid puck of metal. <laughs> it's not... Isn't it? I mean, there's like. No.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll 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 look up pictures afterwards and post them.
1: I'll look up pictures now. <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah. It's in between what we both say.
0: <laughs> I am also looking it up. okay, yeah. so it's not a solid puck.
1: yeah, it's kind of like the edges just solid like,
0: yeah We'll post pictures <laughs> i I'm not I don't think I'm completely understanding your description. <laughs>
1: I I don't think I'm describing it well. Um,
0: That's okay. But regardless, they both like hog out a lot of material. They're for big holes, right? Yeah. Okay. Is there any merit to him using a hand crank auger bit? No. No? Not worth it?
1: Why would he, a hand crank?
0: I don't know. Just... So it doesn't kill a uh, drill battery or something?
1: That's just so much work.
0: So he shouldn't do that? I mean, if he wants
1: to, you go for it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many
0: holes he's drilling. So. <laughs> oh, that would get tiring.
1: <laughs> and I mean, if you have the power tools, why not?
0: Yeah, it would be way easier. Oh, We'll be able to see the, the final product of this when it uh, when he when he finishes it. But also, Louis, when you finish this, you should send us pictures and we'll post them on the on Instagram for people to see how it turned out.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Did we answer that one? Do we feel good about it?
1: I don't feel good about my description.
0: <laughs> do you feel Do you feel good about saying Spade bit over Forstner bit for this?
1: Yeah, I'm happy with my answer. I feel like I just added confusion to the whole situation.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Okay, uh, we'll go to our next email. We got an email from your sister, Davis Myra Morehart. She has two questions. Number yeah, one, what?
1: It's just skip these.
0: <laughs> In fact, we have her on the podcast. She's on the air right now. Myra, why don't you go ahead and say hi? <laughs> no, but we should have her on. That'd be that'd be good.
1: her uh, her. She says, "I I don't like Corey. He's really annoying." <laughs> That's a quote from her. I don't know what you guys like. What happened between you two? Oh, geez. Should probably work it out if you ever were on the podcast. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll have to figure it out. Anyways, her first question. What's the project that got away? So, a project that we wanted to do, but never got the chance or didn't finish, or something like that. Do, do you have something off the top of your head? Because I do. Oh, you know. Okay, the the spot welder. <laughs> that one got away from me so hard. I never finished it. But it's so close. I think I could finish it in, like, two hours. And it would be awesome.
1: There's no point.
0: There, then we'll have a spot welder. That's the you point. You have a welder. It's not, a... it's not the same, though.
1: <laughs> You're not going to use your spot welder. Yeah, You're I... not going to use your welder because it's shit. <laughs> You're not going to use this home spot welder. That's... Sticky as hell.
0: Like, I'm gonna use it to like melt pennies and melt nails and just like anything, just melt just stuff. No point get rid of it. <laughs> I definitely will not get rid of it.
1: Every time you bring up this spot water, it just makes me angry. Yeah,
0: it's hilarious. I'm gonna start just texting you pictures of it unfinished every day. <laughs>
1: I told you when you were making it it was a ridiculous project.
0: It's funny because like that was the first project that I started doing like when I kind of got back into making back in like August. Just like had the time to make stuff again. And that's the only project that I haven't finished. Like out of everything (laughs) that I've started since then. (laughs) So that one definitely got away. And then also well there's a long history of not quite finishing school science projects for groups that I was in throughout high school, but we don't necessarily need to get into that. Cause there's a I mean, lot.
1: We could. It's well, what, what do you I'm have? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Um, that was response to someone. Um, I mentioned that I was gonna make that that light, that plexiglass light pillar thing.
0: Yeah, uh, we had a whole episode that. about that.
1: Yeah, that one kind of got away because mm. it ended up being kind of hard. I didn't know how to do it, so I didn't even try.
0: You never quite figured it out, like as well as you wanted to. Well, I
1: should, I should remake the light. Or just, I guess, a stationary pillar But I never figured out, like, a mechanism to raise and lower it How I wanted to Right, yeah Um, And then I just kind of moved on from that So I guess that kind of got away Because that would have been a cool project
0: Yeah, I mean, you still have the You're more likely to do that than I am to finish the spot welder See, <laughs> <laughs> I I think so at least. Uh, I'm trying to think if anything else, if there's anything else that I like really wanted to do and started but didn't get a chance to finish. I don't think so.
1: I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting and I just can't recall right now.
0: Everything else that I like wanted to do, it's like stuff that I might have designed. Ah. Oh, hold on.
1: Oh, actually, I have another real one. Oh, what? What do you got? Um, um, so uh, I I made, or I was making a um like a jewelry box as a gift for my sister. Mm Mhm. And it was it was gonna be really cool. It was like like open and have like the middle section and like the two doors, but like um. Like storage, I was using like nice exotic hardwood. going I was gonna have like, purple hardwood like shelf uh, faces, and then the the front of it I inlaid with a bunch of hardwoods and are like or flowers on it.
0: Wait, you already like did this much to the project?
1: Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> and then I and then I stopped.
0: You just set it to the side and didn't pick it back up. Well,
1: out? um, I was having trouble. I had to like the drawers. I had to make really small and -hmm. I was having trouble with the drawers and then um, so the outside of it is all cedar and then um, I ended up like breaking my piece of cedar somehow so I didn't have enough to finish it and I just I don't know I didn't go buy more cedar (laughs) so I was trying to figure out how to like put some sort of like patchwork on top Like I don't know it was yeah, that got away. <laughs>
0: just, sounds like it just got, like, really messy, which is just it, like, a bummer.
1: It, yeah, about. I just bit off more than I could chew, and then just, it fell apart. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay, let's move on to the second question. Okay. When confronted with the unfamiliarities or problems of a new project where do you seek answers do you always find what you need on the internet or do you feel you best learn by tinkering and experimenting what websites people books or places uh, do you draw inspiration from basically how do you learn as a hobbyist next question oh you want you want to pass on this one (laughs) um am I going first sure yeah
1: um, I feel like it depends on the project. If it's more of like a creative, like I'm designing most of it, and I'm like getting inspiration from something, uh, it's like YouTube is where I get a lot of information, like more on like the techniques and like how someone did a similar project, kind of thing. Um, uh, if it's more of a construction, like, remodeling project, um, it's some YouTube, and then the, the guys I worked with, I worked with, like, a bunch of, uh, guys who zero, like, in their 40s, like, 60s and stuff, so they, like, done all sorts of, like, DIY projects, so I, like, asked them for advice. Uh, like, just today I asked a guy I worked with any tips on, like, drywalling a ceiling, and then, like, they've given me, like, a bunch of tips and stuff, and all sorts of like what materials to use, um, how to install certain things. So
0: that's nice. a good
1: source of information. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's nice having like actual people to talk to about stuff like that. Because I mean, when you're doing a personal small project, that's one thing. But when you're like doing stuff on a house, that's a that's a whole different thing. but you um yeah mostly youtube i would say <laughs> at least like if i have as far as questions go like if i have questions about how to do something or like a specific technique definitely go into youtube and then i definitely also get some inspiration from youtube from like uh just certain certain channels uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I watch. I watch it in case I learn about something, or in case I learn a new technique, or maybe just for inspiration. Like maybe I'll, I'll like something that they do, or like a certain part of it, one of their projects. Um, and then, other than like YouTube. Uh, as far as like figuring stuff out usually I try and figure stuff out like design wise uh, either on walks or on long drives like usually that's that's like a good time for me to figure out design questions or like how to do something like that isn't necessarily a technique it's just like how I want to do something in a project um, I feel like I don't do a whole lot of books at least yet, on on stuff like that. And the only person I really talk to about this kind of thing is, like, you, maybe my brothers. That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty much a lot of YouTube. A lot yeah, YouTube's
1: of YouTube. a good source.
0: Yeah, there's just the sheer volume of... Uh, you know, making specific content that's out on YouTube—it's overwhelming. Like, you can—if you need inspiration, I'm sure you can find it there. It's pretty awesome. Do you um, like experiment a lot when you're doing? I feel like you do. I feel like that's one of your ways to figure things out, like experimenting.
1: Um, yeah, I guess. Um, it's experimenting. And it's kind of. Uh, like like woodworking, is like holding pieces of wood like together, and like visualizing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps me figure out like, a lot of stuff. Like in regards of like how like size of what I'm gonna make, I can't just like like write it down. Like, oh, I need to do this, but I actually have to see what it looks like. So right. I um. But yeah, then I guess I do some experimenting with different techniques and stuff that that's usually like following. I like, will like look stuff up on YouTube. And, like, like if I want to try like a new, uh, a new joint, uh, it's like, I'll, oh, that'd be cool. And then I'll look up on YouTube a good way to do it and like, how it's done. And then I'll try it kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't, I'm trying to think if I really experiment a whole lot. Not as much as I think I'd like to. I think what I'd really like to do is like kind of prototype more, or like make um, like miniature versions of big projects before I have to commit to the big project. Because I think that can help you get a sense of like the scale of the actual design. I've done that like once. Um, but I think I, I, I wish I could do that a bit more.
1: I don't, I don't know how often that would be useful. Like, are you gonna make like the little mini notebooks before you make your notebook? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking
0: like, um, like for, like when we made the, the blacksmith covering at my parents' house, like, it might have been useful to make like a mini version of that even just, like, out of Legos to just see what it would look like in comparison to the shed. Um, like, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm in the process of designing and making, like, a stand to hold stuff on the outside of the forge, and I made a mini one of those, uh, and I, it, like, actually helped me work out a couple design things. I Obviously, I wouldn't make mini notebooks. That makes no sense, right? <laughs> I mean, that's up to you. I I guess I guess it is. It would be funny to make a mini a miniature version of everything that you like like just like everything. So like I if I were to forge I, I don't know, like a gate or something, or like a candlestick, you also make a mini a mini candlestick. That'd be funny. <laughs> Um. Okay. So we have. Well, we have Alex's email, which is pretty long. Uh, do you want to go through that one, or do you want to hit the other two emails, which are you know real short, and then we can call it an episode. Um. We're probably at at least 40 minutes right now. Maybe, maybe like 30, 35, but.
1: I don't know. Um, Want to do Alex's?
0: Yeah, let's, let's try and get through Alex's. There's a lot, but I think we can get through it. Okay, I will read some of it, paraphrase some of it, and then we'll get into the questions. Okay, so Alex McConnell is a future guest of the podcast. We're not sure what we're going to talk about with him, but we'll get him on eventually. What? What is this? He sent it to ah. He sent it to us, and then also one rung at a time podcast dot no at gmail dot Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like we're going to start getting a lot of these weird email addresses also that are also attached to it. Okay, anyways. Um, he says, Hi, O-Rat crew. Let me start by saying I am a huge fan of the show. I have enjoyed listening to uh, the Let's paraphrase this. <laughs> uh Your show has inspired me to finish two projects I've been putting off for a while now. I have attached before-slash-mid-build pictures of the projects to this email if you want to use them. We'll post that up on our Instagram uh, sometime in the week following the release of this episode, so keep an eye out for that. Um, He also sent us feedback and questions. So there's one feedback that I wanted to bring up on the podcast the third of four that he said um, he said you could try to ask each one of your guests the same rapid fire questions at the end of every podcast not simple questions like your favorite cereal but questions that would let the audience get to know the guest as a maker I think that's a great idea Um, what do you think about that Davis
1: yeah, it's, it's good, but we have to include what's your favorite cereal, though. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's one of the questions.
0: <laughs> that will definitely be one of them. Um, we should we should figure out some more questions, but we'll open that up. If you guys have any questions that you think we should ask every guest that's on the podcast, just let us know. Send us an email or just comment on an Instagram post or whatever Facebook that would work too. Um, But, yeah, just shoot out some questions that you'd like to hear every guest answer. I think that would be a really cool way to end uh, guest podcasts. Um, And then he also sent us four questions. Okay, so we'll go through the quick ones first. And then if we have time, we'll go through the in-depth one. Uh, so he says your intro song is funky as all get out do you have a link to the full song you could share with your listeners what type of music do you like to listen to when you work on projects if any Uh, the song is Funky Spliffs by Joey Brunner who's our audio engineer so credit to him for that awesome song um I don't really know how we would share this with people so I guess we'll have to ask Joey do you know how we would do that Davis
1: uh, we'll play the full song at the beginning of our podcast. Just listen to our podcast and you'll we'll hear the song.
0: <laughs> and be, if they want the song, people can just rip it from the podcast.
1: <laughs> no, just keep listening to our podcast. Get oh, okay. up.
0: So I'll ask Joey about this, um, and if we find a way to make it available to everyone, you'll know about it. We'll we'll make sure we mention it. But the other question: What type of music do we listen to when we are working on projects? So I mainly either listen to other podcasts or um, <laughs> movie soundtrack music. <laughs> um, How
1: you started that with a laugh?
0: Because <laughs> I know I'm probably gonna get shit for it from someone. Um, there are certain certain albums that I listen to a lot when I just because they they kind of like for whatever reason really get my creative juices flowing uh the soundtrack to the old Conan the Barbarian movie the one with Arnold great soundtrack uh just really flows well and that's I listen to that a lot when I'm making stuff um shoot there's a recent one can't think of right now but then the other one that I listened to a ton it's actually not a movie soundtrack but it is instrumental it's by a duo called dancing hammers and it's like dulcimer mu- music I got it at the renaissance festival and it's amazing uh that one really helps me get into like the creative mode and design stuff but yeah podcast or like instrumental based music for me
1: what podcast you listen to
0: um I pretty much only listen to this one on repeat honestly <laughs> no that would be weird I listen to so I, I mean I believe that answer <laughs> I listen to um, I like to make stuff with Bob Claggett, Jimmy Dresta and David Picciuto which is another making based podcast I listen to If I Were You with Jake and Amir um a lot of the head gum podcasts let me just pull up my app um, Welding Tips and Tricks podcast, which is pretty good for, like, really, really w- specific welding stuff. Um, 8-Bit Book Club, Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show, Twinovation, High and Mighty, The Dumbbells. These are all headgum, like, comedy podcasts. That's pretty much it. There, uh, There's a podcast called The Forge Weld, which is about blacksmithing. It's Rory May... Jesse Savage and uh, Rick Barter, but they're pretty sporadic with their releases. Like, they haven't released one since December, but that's a really good one when they release. So, yeah. What about you?
1: Um, I listen to some podcasts um, Mostly if I were you and Twinnovations. Yeah, <laughs> those are um, good ones. Yeah, uh, uh, as far as music, um, if I do play music, it's usually just like the radio, mm-hmm. um, whatever, like, pop station. Like top uh, 40? Yeah, uh, mostly because, it's, like, I don't really, it's just kind of background noise. And like, if I'm using a lot of tools, it's, like, it drowns it out anyway. Um, but usually when I'm like working on something, am it's like, it's a lot of, I'm like, I'm, like thinking about the project. So I say like, I'm not really listening to music and like whatever's playing doesn't really matter. So if I listen to a podcast, it's usually like some trivial test.
0: Yeah, but something if, that if I, you you like yeah, don't but, have to focus super hard on.
1: Yeah, but like if I'm working with power tools and it's mainly just background noise that I don't care about cuz mo- it's mostly cause I'm thinking about the project but also I don't want to be distracted.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um next short question. What prep work do you do for a typical podcast? Also, what is your favorite part about making a podcast? Uh, we don't do a whole lot of prep work as you might have been able to guess. We I do zero. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Davis does zero. I usually, if we have a guest I contact the guest and make sure that they can come at a certain time just like try and schedule stuff and if, again, if we're having a guest we try and figure out possible topics that they might want to talk about and kind of narrow that down usually a couple days before we actually record. Um, Like with Kevin, we had I think like four or five possible topics and then we decided on cooking like two days before we actually recorded. Um, If it's just us, usually like we sit down, we get on Skype or we sit down in person and I'll take out my kind of my like podcast notebook and just kind of like we figure out a topic just right there like hey what do you want to talk about let's talk about this and then I kind of just like jot down some potential subtopics to talk about just like kind of a list of things that we might want to hit on and that's generally it so yeah
1: we're pulling the veil back yeah we your secrets
0: you guys are seeing how the sausage is made now you might not want to eat it um what's your <laughs> That's a good it's a good metaphor. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite part about making a podcast? Is it me badgering you every week?
1: <laughs> um My favorite part is when we're done recording and I'm like, nice, I don't have to do this for another week. <laughs> another one on the book.
0: <laughs> um My favorite part about making a podcast I like sharing pictures on Instagram Of the stuff that we make And getting feedback here and there I like um, Being able to just like Kind of have an excuse To talk to friends That we don't normally get to talk to That's, That's kind of a big one I like to have an excuse To Badger Davis Multiple times a week That's always fun and I very much like just, like, talking through projects that we're working on. I think that's – it's it's just a lot of fun, and I think even if we didn't have a podcast, I'd probably just call Davis up and talk to him about that kind of thing, so.
1: So I can't ever get out of this. No.
0: Even when we don't have a podcast, I'll still force you to, like, just be on the phone with me for an hour. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like uh, talking through projects, and it also is, like, a good motivation to keep me doing projects.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's sure. nice. Yeah, for sure. Because um, it is a little embarrassing to come on and be like, I didn't work on anything. <laughs> it, and it's it's sad on my end, because usually the stuff I post on Instagram is, like, what we've been working on. So, like, if neither of us works on anything, it's a real struggle to post on Instagram. So, yeah. Okay, um, last short question. Alex says, what is your favorite tool to use or making process and why? For him, he likes the hammer because he likes hitting things. So, Davis, what what is your favorite thing? Uh. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> it's freezing up. <laughs> so
1: you gave us you gave me these questions for the podcast started. I did. Did you not I, of- I, I didn't think of an answer. Oh, do you um, want me to go first? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um I think my absolute favorite like making process is blacksmithing. Like I obviously haven't done a whole lot of it, but like Every time we light up that forge, it's so fun. Like, maybe that's because I haven't done it, like, as a job or anything yet, and it's not been stressful at all, but I just think the whole process of, like, having the forge going, like, the back and forth between, like, putting the metal in the forge, putting it on the anvil, you know, banging things out, bending things, twisting things, I just think it's so fun, and it just makes me happy every time I get to do it. And then... Along with that, I really did like the metal shaping, like just beating the sheet metal. I think that's really fun. Maybe I do just like hammering stuff. And then... I like welding a lot. Welding's fun when it's not like... when there's not stress behind it. But yeah, I think that... I guess mostly metalworking stuff is what I really like. Do you think of something?
1: I guess so. Um... Uh, I kind of like sanding um, oh my god you're a maniac well <laughs> it gets annoying but it like really brings your project together if you like do a good job like, so I, I kind of like that part of it I don't really have a favorite tool
0: yeah I was trying yeah. to think of a favorite tool too I guess okay. you. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm, no, I'm your favorite tool?
1: I'm calling you a tool. It was a bad joke. Yeah, it was a bad joke. <laughs>
0: um, I'm tired, okay? It's not that late. <laughs> I'm still tired. I think my favorite tool might actually be a hammer in general.
1: Oh, you can't copy.
0: I can't copy Alex. Okay, apart from a hammer... Um, I'm going to pick a mallet. Oh, God. Because I like to that's... hit things slightly uh, No, no, no. It's the same thing.
1: No, it's not. It's clearly different.
0: Um, band saws are pretty fun to use. I haven't used it a whole lot, but they're cool. I definitely couldn't... I, I probably couldn't say that's my favorite tool. Ooh. I guess probably a welder, if I'm not going to say a hammer, just because I've used it so much, and it's fun. So, a welder.
1: (laughs) Okay, easier questions next time. This is too hard.
0: Well, we've got one more, and it's way more in-depth, but I I think we're we're at about time. It's, It's been, like, 50 minutes, I think. So, we will answer Alex's question, Alex's big question, either next time or the next time. So, look out for that in the next two weeks. Um, you got anything you want to plug? Oh, well, let's... Real quick, we've got two more emails that we'll just go through because they're not really questions. They're just emails that people send <laughs> us. Uh, one is from future guest of the podcast, Michael Moran. He sent... He sent this email to two other people in addition to us. One was one rung at a time podcast at gmail.com, but rung is spelled with a W... So W-R-U-N-G, very clever, thank you. The other one is one rung at a time at gmail.com. The subject of the email is which one is right? And the body says, you only spelled out the one part, which I think I spelled out the whole email address.
1: You definitely spelled out the whole email address. Um,
0: So, yeah, thank you for that email. We appreciate it. Uh, the other email we got is from former guest Kevin Hamilton and he sent us two pictures of food that he has made. They are, they've are they probably already been on the Instagram by the time you're hearing this. We've got tacos that look really good and we've got a really good looking pizza. So those will be up on Instagram. Go and check those out if you haven't already seen them. Now, do you have anything to plug, Davis?
1: Uh, nope.
0: Anything fun you're doing this coming week?
1: nope
0: alright <laughs> well remember you can find us on Facebook, Instagram Twitter, SoundCloud and iTunes and I'll, I'll keep a closer eye out on the iTunes reviews so go ahead and rate and review and subscribe on iTunes and we will read out your review because um, that's cool we really appreciate you guys doing that if you have any questions or comments, just email them to us at one rung at a time podcast at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. I have no idea who's going to be on next week, but we'll try and have a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to send us home, Davis?
1: Um, thanks for listening.
0: Bye. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next week, or we'll we'll uh, talk at you next week. Bye, bye.